What if we could show you how to create an additional income stream that feels inspiring to you and leverages not only off your passions, but your zone of genius? Head over to babesinbusiness.net forward slash side hustle to download our free side hustle guide, a 40 page guide where we help you not only come up with your business idea, but help you set your rate, find your potential customers, help make your first few sales, come up with your point of difference, and ensure you have a profitable business that you can scale to create a life and career by design. Babes Talking Business, our podcast, is the sister brand to Babes in Business. It's our passion project geared towards female entrepreneurs, professional women, side hustlers, those with a day job, and those full-time mamas striving to build their empire on the side, whether it's a traditional or non-traditional business, investments, startup, companies, or online social media influencers. Our podcast is a safe place where women can be vulnerable, honest, and tune in to be educated and supported to learn about the ins and outs of business, the highs and lows, and feel comfortable to talk about finances and multiple streams of income, along with the lingo that often comes with it that intimidates and prevents a lot of us women from approaching these subjects altogether. We not only mentor and encourage fellow entrepreneurs tuning in to build their own successful businesses, but teach them how to build confidence in themselves, reconnect with their why, let go of jealousy, and ultimately learn the power in connection because at the end of the day, that is what life and business is all about. This is a no BS podcast where we are committed to showing you what really happens behind the scenes of businesses' pretty highlight reels. So you can be reassured you are not the only one in the trenches and we can hopefully empower you with ideas on how to run your life and business in a way that feels energizing, inspiring and authentic to you and your mission. We are your hosts. I'm Shani Thompson and one of my biggest passions and missions in life is to revolutionize the way that women create abundance, to show you you can really have it all and create your next level wildest dreams whilst being in a total state of ease and flow. I'm a blogger, a coach and mentor to thousands of women around the world, a professional network marketer, a course creator and above all, I'm just your everyday girl next door. And I am Lauren Kerr. I'm a published author, life and mindset coach, and professional network marketer. When I was studying my psychology degree, I stumbled across the term life above zero, which became my personal and professional mission to inspire others to create a life that they love instead of just settling for mediocrity and just doing what society expects you to do. I love helping women find clarity and fulfillment in their lives, relationships, and careers. So... On that note, let's talk business. Welcome to episode 54. You guys are in for such a treat with this episode. It is such an incredible one. You're going to be hearing from Luke McGuire, who runs one of the largest marketing automation software companies in the world. He runs it out of his home here on the Gold Coast in Australia. And he really loves to help others achieve massive success online. And so with this episode, Luke shares some incredible Instagram growth hacks and email growth hacks, which by the way, make sure you stay tuned for that because he's going to be sharing something incredibly unique and innovative that no one out there is doing. 
So make sure you check out the show notes for all of the links to what Luke talks about in this episode, including his e-course that he gives to you away for free. But don't forget, we also have our downloadable cheat sheet that you can download for free that has all of Luke's growth hacks, www.babesinbusiness.net forward slash podcast forward slash 54. But before we get into all of the juicy deets about email growth and Instagram growth and building businesses online, Luke shares his incredible story with us, which I think truthfully is my favorite part of this episode because you get to hear what life was like for Luke. I mean, he was making millions in in just one launch week alone. He generated over 8 million this year alone. And, you know, he talks about how the bigger his bank balance grew, the more his happiness decreased. And it's such an incredible lesson and so much wisdom there. And I think so many people aspire to be a millionaire and to have the home and the beautiful car and all the luxury things. And you get to hear firsthand from someone who's been able to create wild abundance and what happened for him when he realized that he lost his passion and he got caught up in that world. It's such a beautiful story and an incredible insight into his journey of self-discovery and how he lives his life totally aligned with his highest values today and continues to generate incredible wealth and help so many people at the same time. So strap in. This is such an incredible episode. You guys are going to love it. Make sure you check the show notes for everything Luke talks about in this episode, including the link to our downloadable cheat sheet so you can have those Instagram growth hacks by your side at your work desk so you can start working on them. All right, guys, let's play that episode for you. Here is Luke. All righty. We are so excited to have our special guest on today. Luke, how are you going? Very good. Uh, Matt, my videographer, and I just came back from a giant day from 4 a.m. this morning. We took a tiny plane out into the middle of Australia to film some sales content, but have a lot of energy for this. I'm being excited for this, so I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. I just love the fact that you flew out to the Outback to film a sales video. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and it was only probably like 30 seconds of footage we got out there and it took about eight, nine hours for the whole journey and back. But I think it's worth it sometimes for a bit of shock value to get people engaged and watching something different, you know. I feel like that's what marketing is, yeah. Totally. I actually read um, you say something that you love doing that just to like shock people when they're on social media and they see a video, it's Mm -hmm. like, Totally different to what a traditional sales video would look like. Yeah, I feel like anything that you can do to pattern and interrupt people, it's going to get people to spend more time watching whatever it is you're doing. But obviously with people's attention spans getting smaller and smaller and shorter and shorter every day that uh, you need to do things out there to actually keep people watching. So that's a part of it, but um, hopefully it'll go well. Love it. Yeah, I'm excited. And so we were talking, obviously, before we started recording about you've got a pretty impressive story. And Mm. I think what I like most about it is it's, pretty relatable it's like you didn't come from money it's Mm. like you you've kind of self-taught so for Mm. people who maybe have never heard of you where did your business journey begin and have you did you always want to be a business owner or how did you kind of stumble into the business world yeah so um yeah so my name is my name is Luke McGuire I'm brought up here on the Gold Coast and I guess over the past couple of years is when my life's kind of really turned around from 
I went to a really good school here. My parents, um, my dad was traveling all, all year round to send me to a good school. We never really had any money. I'd never been around money until I went to the school I went to and saw all these kids with these insane things and houses and cars and nannies and all of this crazy stuff. And uh, I was like, wow, this is what I want to be like one day. I didn't know how it would be like that, but that's what I thought I wanted to be like anyway. Um, and then I did horrible at school. I literally got an OP17 where people in Queensland here would know that's pretty pretty horrible so you can't really even get into a uni degree so my school told me to go to university so I went to Bon Uni where you basically pay a lot of money to get your degree or like be accepted so I got a business degree again just doing that because I felt like that's what you had to do get a degree and business degrees a lot of people seem to do that because they don't really know what they want to do in life Mm. Um, and at this time I was working in a car park parking cars at uh, the Titan Stadium here um, and every every other week was parking cars and I was getting treated like rubbish and I just didn't understand why all these wealthy people because it was the VIP car park that why they were so mean and so rude and I was like I can't do this anymore so I got my degree couldn't get a job I applied for 80 jobs I even applied to be a Red Bull can handout guy <laughs> that got denied as well and I had a degree with 100 grand debt and I said I have to, I have to do something so the one subject I did like at university was internet marketing. So um, it was a brand new subject and uh, basically we got given a Facebook ads budget to go out and do Facebook ads for a local business. And this is when Facebook was taking over MySpace. So very, very new, no one's really done it before. Um, and we did this campaign for this local business. It's actually Curious Surf Apartments down here. Mm-hmm. And it did really well. Um, but when I finished uni, couldn't get a job, I thought maybe I could offer this to local businesses because I used to love MySpace and Facebook was just getting started. So I thought I'd give it a go. And I'd walk into businesses and they would just literally laugh at me saying that you know, they need to be on Facebook. They would say, look, Facebook's for kids, just like MySpace, we don't need to be on it at all. Um, there's no reason for us to be here. Um, but I would just keep, I was already rejected so many times from jobs I was used to it. So I was just like, I'm just going to keep on going because I don't want to work in this damn car park. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got a couple of, um, a couple of, uh, people to say yes to me, to say, yes, we'll try and see how it does. And I didn't really know anything still about social media and it was still very primitive then. So I went out, um, with these clients and I started doing basic things like content posting. I was trying to figure out how to do Google SEO. I was trying trying to figure everything out as I went. It, like, as bad as it sounds, I almost like kind of BS'd my way to getting these clients and then figured out what to do once I got them. Isn't that business though? I think that's what I wanted to say yeah. yes and work it out later. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and I, so I continued down this track and then I, and, but I, didn't, I knew nothing about business even though I got a business degree. I was saying to you guys earlier, all I learned at um, university was how to talk to girls and drink beer, really. Um, so after going to, um, so I had a few clients and I realized that um, I really didn't know how to charge. I didn't know a lot of things that I, I didn't know about taxes, anything that I didn't really know much about how to become, make a profitable business. So I don't even know if I call it a business rather than me just getting ripped off with some people that I was over delivering my time and work mm. and they were the ones really winning, not me as well. So um, I ended up getting two big clients. One was a guy called Matt Hayden, who was probably Australia's best batsman in cricket ever. He was coming back out of retirement for the Big Bash League. He also has a cooking show and whatnot on um, Lifestyle Channel. 
Um, and then a country music artist called Lee Kernigan, who's been like Australian of the Year, and he's like him and Keith Urban you know, are probably the two biggest country music Pretty artists. Sure he's from show. my hometown, Albury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But now he lives out at Sanctuary Cove with this crazy lifestyle out there. Not, not, not so country anymore. But, um, so with them, that kind of when I when they picked it up, I kind of just saw this shift in people then saying, okay, maybe we should be on social media because people were starting to take it on and I got to this point where um, I had a bunch of clients and probably way too many clients I had um, I remember the number was 15 and the reason I remember this at this point in time is because back then this was just for just when um, Facebook and in, uh, quiet Instagram you could only log into five Instagram accounts per mo- mobile device mm-hmm. so you, even if you logged in and out of five and that's what you had to do you had to, you had to log in and out of them you couldn't add multiple at the same time log in and out and once you hit five, basically your phone would be bricked. So you have to buy another phone to log into any new Instagram accounts from. Then I don't know why this was. So I had three phones and I remember thinking I look like some sketchy, dodgy drug dealer <laughs> walking around. I'm like, there has to be a better way to do this. And at this time as well, um, my ex, one of my ex-partners, she was like, I guess, an influencer, I guess you'd call it before there was really a term for that then. Um, and she was waking up every morning at like 4 a.m. to post to Instagram at her prime time to her American audience. And it was wrecking my sleep. And if anyone knows me well, they know if I don't get my sleep, I'm really not a nice person <laughs> to deal with. So I'm like, surely you can schedule this or do something with this to automate it so I can sleep. <laughs> and then I thought, actually, I would love to get rid of these three phones so I don't look like a drug dealer. And then I um, thought, well, why can't I create a software that does this? Or maybe there's something out there. And there was nothing out there that, that could do that. So I, um, but I had no idea how to create software either. So I, I wasn't a developer. I didn't know how to find developers. I knew nothing at all. But I knew that, that I wanted to sleep more and get rid of these phones. And I'm sure other people probably had similar problems as well. So um, I saw these two internet marketers do this giant software launch where they made about 700 grand a week on this little SEO WordPress plugin and I was like how the hell did you guys do that so mm-hmm. um, I reached out to them and I'd been I bought some of their courses and like I was a customer of theirs so they gave me their time and I said I want to create this software but I don't know how to do it can you guys teach me how to basically get it built and then they're like look we'll teach you how to get it built how to launch it how to get people to promote it um, the affiliate side of it but it's going to cost you 35 grand plus 15% of the launch plus all these other expenses that I have to cover for the wow. launch itself. And I didn't have much money. I had about 10 grand saved um, from my local marketing business that I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, um, I'm going to have to sell my car and whatnot. And this is where my young 23, 24-year-old self's mind was. I had this um, ute at the time, which is ridiculous as well because I don't even think I own a hammer. I think I just wanted to put a bed in the back and talk to girls because I thought it was cool. <laughs> but um, I wanted to se- – I was in the process of potentially selling this ute and then buying this Range Rover and I was looking at getting a loan and all this stuff because I just thought all this stuff would make me happy and I'd be the man. But then – and it was this one-off – it was this weird orange supercharged thing that I loved. But I didn't – even though I didn't really know anything about engines, but I was like – I was going to go look at it on the Saturday – um, but I had to make a decision about this by the Sunday and I decided on the Saturday I'm going to go buy the car which was thank, thank God it didn't happen because I went to go down there and they told me oh sorry we sold it to a guy that came this morning and I was so upset but it's almost like the universe delivering yeah. me and that to me that you need to um, 
do the other options. So then I sold my car, I sold my TV, PlayStation, moved back home with the family, um, everything I had for these guys to basically mentor me on how to do this. And then we went through the process and uh, they taught me everything. So then I basically created this software that was the first tool ever to allow you to post to Instagram from your computer, schedule content and also find content to repost from other people's viral accounts and whatnot. It was called Instanate. And um, we launched it and it did like seven figures in a week. And I was just wow. in blown away that that was even possible. And it was like I went from literally nothing and to all of this money, but more so I had like 15,000 customers, whereas like a night before I literally didn't have... 15. Yeah, yeah, 15 clients. Yeah, exactly. So um, it was a bit of a life-changing moment for me then. Um, and then I was in this scared mind, mind, mindset of, I don't really know what to do with this money. Like, so I just didn't do anything with it for a while. Um, and I just kept on working and working and then I created a bunch of other soft, I got to this point where I had, I didn't know if I could keep on serving my local clients and give them the time they deserve while looking after all these thousands of customers on my software. And it made more sense to me to put time into creating software for people than just looking after individual local clients. Um, and that's kind of where my, um, my, my mind changed into who is my actual audience. I thought it was businesses that wanted to do social media work, but seeing all these new customers and a lot of them being people who wanted to um, create their own businesses for themselves and get and create freedom for themselves or have more time or, or energy or, or go traveling or whatever it might be, um, that was my core passion, seeing people do that. Because I, when I did it, I was so amazed and I know it's a cliche thing to say but I truly then thought if I can do it anyone can and I'd see people on stages say that in their lives and I'm like no no I can't if yes you can do it but I can't do it and when it kind of happened I was really just amazed that it did mm. um so fast forward from there I kept continued doing well with these softwares and creating new innovations and new ideas um and for basically all my top tools I created first to market softwares and then I got to this point um where Basically, my partner and I ended. It was strange. When we got together, I had nothing. But when I decided to do well, it was almost like the attention came off um, her purely because she was a big influencer person and attention on me. And it created this, this shift in, dramatic shift, which I can see how when you're used to something that if there's a big shift in a relationship, mm. you either have to communicate through it and, and understand. But back then, I didn't. I, I, we both were just too young to be thinking of that. So yeah. that ended. And then I thought to myself, you know what? I'm I'm single. I've got money now. I'm living in this four-story mansion on the beach. I've got the light. Anything I want in the world, I can do. I want. So I went out and did the stupidest things, like buy a Lamborghini at like 26. Started having these crazy parties all the time. And I slowly saw that it, um that it, I lost almost my like train of thought of who I actually what I was actually doing. And I was just literally living on passive income every day, partying my head off going crazy like with with people around me that weren't really friends but I was obsessed almost with the, I thought my validation would come from other people validating me versus now knowing that it comes from internally and um, so I went through this crazy year and then I just pulled myself into a psychiatrist and I said look I need some help here um, I'm just out of control I don't know what the reason is I'm, I'm not working but I'm still making money there's nothing bad like that like in terms of me my business going bad but mm. I'm not pushing myself anymore so he said and he said to me he goes so what is your actual passion 
and it, and it, I had to really think about it and I realized it wasn't internet marketing. I'm just using internet marketing as a vehicle for my passion, which is helping people help change their lives or just helping people in general. And I've realized over my life, that's a common thread that helping other people change their lives is a really big um, thing that makes me feel good. But I had to learn to feel good myself before I could truly then let my energy go into other people making them feel good, you know? So I then had this giant realization that all these money and cars and girls and travel and all this stuff really didn't make me feel good when I just sat by myself in a room by myself. So that was kind of the big change in my life for me. So, and I think that's something that a lot of people that always aspire to that, that like exactly like I did, I thought I needed all this stuff, but none of it really makes you truly happy. And I know some people are going to say, yeah, whatever. But then when you get it, you'll think this, you'll go, wow. I heard Luke say that once and he was right. And I've heard, I've seen this happen so many times now that I think it's a really important um, thing to know that if you're not truly happy within yourself, just as you, wherever you are right now, if you're always focused on what's next and what's in the future, you're never going to truly be happy because you're not living in the moment. And right now is the only time you can really be happy in yourself because otherwise you're just pushing the flagpole further saying, I'll only be happy when I get this car or when I get this partner or when I get to this dream house that I want or whatever it might be and that's always in front of you which means you, ne- you never pause to be happy in the moment now and I'm sure you guys would have speak- spoken about similar stuff in the past but I think it's that's a really big thing that I hope people take away from this is just to pause and be happy with mm. what they do have now you know so wow, wow. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's, a, that's a pretty <laughs> impressive story um <laughs> But yeah, I love that there's so much to unpack in that. I know that we probably will, there's things that you want to tease out, but I, I guess if we were to rewind, go, go all the way back, like when you had this idea, did you even envision it would have the impact that it has had? No, not at all. <laughs> I literally thought I was going to just be able to sleep better and maybe a hundred people would buy it over a year period. I didn't, I had, and I didn't have any self-belief in myself then, you know, and I, and I realized and I thought maybe it was too small of an idea to be a big difference, um, to make a big difference for people. But um, I think that's a big thing for people as well. Is you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You just need to really think about some small things that can benefit someone's life a bit more than what something does currently for them in the current marketplace. Mm. Yeah, because you know? although you say you didn't believe in yourself, mm. there's one thing, obviously, because we, we mentor thousands of women around the world in business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women who would not sell everything they have and back themselves and go on in an idea. Mm. There has to be, like, what made you do that? There was obviously something you believed in that you'd willing to get rid of all your stuff and go all in with it. Yeah, you know, it was, I think if everyone, if everyone even, like, and I talk to a lot of people, I speak at events all around the world, and and I tell people to really just pause and stop and just really think deep down, do you think you are worthy of something more, can do something more? And if you have that burn, I, I always had this burning feeling that I know I have a lot to give. I just didn't know what it was. And I didn't believe in myself in the sense that I never have had any success previously. So I guess my mindset was always in a doubting mindset that what if this goes wrong? What if this happens? What if this happens? Versus thinking as well, what if this goes right? You know, mm-hmm. um, and most things in my life I'd never succeeded at. So I didn't have that first little hint of success ever to make me feel okay maybe I can do this and then when I but so that's it in the sense I I thought I thought you know this is a good tool it will help people there's no need that's being met so I believed in myself to an extent that it would help that it might get some sales but not to the extent that it would become 
probably like the biggest Instagram software launch um, ever. Mm. So, um, and then when that happened, it almost like flicked that button in my head saying, yes, now this is what I need to be doing. I know what I am happy for now. But then, like I said, when I got off course, I think internet marketing can be a very, it's, it's a very fast changing industry. Things, what works now might not work in a year. Yeah. What works then, what works now might not work in two months from now, you it know? It evolves quickly, hey? Yeah. And, um, and I've seen that happen in that time where I slacked off and was just relying on, on my passive income from my product selling all the time. Um, I lost that passion. And then I saw these other people come up around me that were about to overtake me in the space. And I was like, I'm not letting that happen. And even mm-hmm. though it's like not a competition ever, in, in, but I just, th- I, I was like, you know what, you need to get back on the, on, on the straight and narrow and make sure that you are constantly serving the people around you because they believe in you, they trust you, they send their money with you so that you need to be showing up for them rather than be one of these people that just is there and then just disappears because they've mm. made a bunch of money. And when I found, when I, then when I found out that money really didn't make me happy, the people that brought it around me, it didn't make me happy. Um, and just the path I was going with didn't make me happy. But this is one thing as well with my psychiatrist that he said to me, he goes, what's one of the happiest moments in your business um, life? And, and, and he made me remember this one thought and it always gives me goosebumps whenever I talk about it. I was at Mandalay Bay in Vegas speaking in front of like six or 7,000 people. And um, afterwards, this uh, lady came up to me, like was, as I walked up the stage, she ran up out, out of the crowd and like grabbed me on the arm was like here. And I was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And she was just like this and she was doing, she was covering her like mouth with her, with her hand. Sorry, I forgot we're not on video here. So, <laughs> um, so she was saying, come here, come here with her hand. And then she covered her mouth saying, come here um, with her hand. And she wasn't speaking. So we, she took me outside and then she had this iPad with her and she hit play and it said, hi, Luke, um, my name's Margaret. I've uh, been following you for many years and I've bought a bunch of your products um, and I don't actually have a voice box but because of what you've taught wow. me on webinars and what your software's helped me do and your constant belief in your customers, it's helped me create a six-figure-a-year business and I wouldn't have been able to do it without you. And that was like, that's like the, the epitome of my happiness mm. when I know I've been able to help someone in such bad odds. Yeah. The goosebumps. Yeah. That is crazy. In such bad odds that they can still create an insane life and career for themselves and yeah. do it without even needing like a physical voice, you know, mm. and they've been able, and whether she learned from, I always teach about how to write copy, how to write, um, yeah, so how to write copy depending on if you're trying to sell something or build rapport or provide value, whatever it might be. Mm. Um, it could have been that. I don't. It, it could have just been... I, I always then think it's her because she's the one that's done the work. It's not me, but it's just, it was nice that she found some connection there. So yeah. whenever I lose focus or lose drive, I just think about these stories like that. And then it just makes mm. me just really driven again, just, just to help more people. And, you know, while internet, I do love tech and the internet space. I do love helping um, people, but also I guess like any, any industry, there's a lot of, phonies out there that'll mm. teach things they haven't done or they promise the world and then they under deliver and I guess that's also why I go pretty extreme with my sales videos and do crazy things like double your money back guarantees if you don't get results if you follow what we teach and whatnot. Um, but I don't know if I'll be in the internet marketing space forever I feel like I will but if there's a platform that I can help more people on a bigger scale I'll probably move to that one day because yeah. that's that's my core passion yeah what I, what I really love about your story, there's two things. The first thing is in your pursuit of happiness, you've really gone through this huge self-discovery journey. Mm. 
and you've just gone within, which is really cool. I think I always say to our girls that we mentor that business is the biggest spiritual journey that you'll ever embark on, right? Mm -hmm. Because we we enter business because we think, oh yeah, I'm going to make a living from this and I'm going to inspire and do all these things. But really ultimately it comes back down to you figuring out who you are, what you want and how Mm -hmm. you want to impact the world. And it just sounds like you've nailed it. Like mm. you, you really have figured that out. But the second thing that I love about you and your mission and what you do is like you're here to help people mm. ultimately. Like you get a kick out of seeing people succeed and mm-hmm. whether it's in the internet marketing space or whatever you do in the future. And I know whatever you do, you're going to be amazing mm. at it. But I love the message that you've brought today is that ultimately like whatever you do in entrepreneurship, like you just have to make sure you're serving people because the cars don't matter. Mm-hmm. The big houses don't matter. That like none of that shit matters. Mm-hmm. Like it actually, it comes down to how you service the world and how you impact the world. Hundred percent. And like I can tell you, it's so lonely. I was living in a six bedroom house by myself with an elevator and a underground like party basement and it was the most like this place was like austin powers it had like every light i don't know who fitted it out it was horrible every light was rainbow so it had like cardboard cutouts of like johnny depp in it and what and like zebra rugs i don't know but i don't know why i thought that was a good idea at the time but i thought i was like a 25 year old 26 year old hugh hefner or something i don't know but that doesn't make you happy and exactly right what you said you know I always tell people that when they come to me, I say, what is it it that you want to do? Uh, And a lot of the time it's, I need to make money. I want to be rich for me. And I always say, look, Mm. whenever my goal for me was, I want to make money for myself, I really struggled to make any money at all. But when my uh, focus and my goal was on how can I provide as much value to others, I then made a lot of money from doing that as a byproduct. So I always say money is a byproduct of value. So... Um, and I know, again, that can sound cliche, provide value and take action and whatnot, but it it's literally can be that simple. If you can provide value to someone who is after what it is you can provide, and everyone can provide value. There's no reason why not every single person listening to this has, If you even if you're just like brand new out of school or something, you probably, you would have 50 bucks worth of value you could put into a PDF or put into a course and do and create an online course for next to nothing. There's things everyone can do it's just that you, I feel people just need that initial kick in that right direction. And obviously all your listeners listening to your podcast and following you guys is the right direction. And I'm sure that's why you get so many success stories with what you do. So, um, but yeah, one of the biggest things I can say is money is always a byproduct of value. So just try to provide as much value as you, as you can as your number one goal and money will come from that. Hey guys, it's Shani here. I am briefly going to interrupt this episode to bring to you one of our incredible sponsors, the Health Style Emporium. Now, I know you're listening to this because you want to create huge impact in the world and you're here to create waves. You're probably working on a bright idea or a project or you are just hustling to get your business, your mission and what you're passionate about out there. Now, I know what entrepreneur life is like. I have been my own boss for six years now, and I know that when we are so passionate about something, and it's all we think about, and it's all we dream about, and it's all we want to work on, we sometimes put our health on the back burner. So I want to ask you this question right now. Are you prioritizing your health on a scale of one to 10? If one is not at all, or 10 is, yep, 
I'm sweet. I've got this. Where do you sit? Where do you rate yourself out of 10? And the reason why we are so passionate about sharing the health style emporium with you is because it is a incredible online holistic health program that meets you where you're at. So it doesn't matter if you're new to exploring your wellness or you've been exploring your wellness and really diving in for a while, or maybe you've fallen off the bandwagon and it's time for you to get back on it. (laughs) The Emporium really does meet you wherever you're at. It is designed online, meaning you can access your program anywhere in the world from your smartphone uh, or device. And it really dives into all realms of health. It's not just a nutrition program. It's not just an exercise program. It is so much more. It is a holistic wellness program that really helps you dive into all the pillars of health, like your spiritual health, your mental health, your physical health teaches you about deep breathing. It teaches you about meditation. It teaches you about stretching and exercise. So many recipes on there, by the way, it doesn't matter what your dietary requirement is. You have got a whole module there dedicated to healthy whole food recipes that are easy to make and so freaking delicious, not to mention all of the amazing recorded webinars that you can catch up on from how to break free from trauma, how to recover from PTSD, all the way to balancing your chakras, gut health, hormones and balancing them, the difference between whole foods and sugar, mindset hacks, moon tracking. Oh my gosh, there is a plethora of webinars there for you to dive into so that you can really focus on your health because don't forget, You are designed to be on this planet to spread your word and share your gifts with the world. But if you're not filling your cup up, how are you meant to serve others? So if this has resonated with you and you want to check out the Health Style Emporium, you can go over to www.thehsc.net and check it all out. You can also find a wellness coach to chat to for free over the internet to learn more about the Health Style Emporium by going over to Instagram and searching the hashtag the HSC. And of course, Loz and I are one of the wellness coaches part of the team. So if you'd like to connect with us directly, you can also do that as well. Okay, guys, back to this episode because I know you're sitting on the edge of your seat and you're probably wanting to learn all about the rest. Yeah, like it's it's a it's it's a tricky dance. Like we're having a I was actually having dinner with some friends last night who are very um, entrepreneurial, but we're we're business focused. I think lots of us are we're goal orientated. Mm-hmm. Like we we want to we're always focusing on that next thing. Mm-hmm. How what advice would you give to people who are tuning in? They do have goals, but how do you? I guess with what you've learned in your journey, both professionally and personally, how can you continue to chase those goals but still stay really, stay really grounded and mm-hmm. find fulfillment in the everyday stuff on the pursuit of that? Yeah, and that's literally one. Like that's like the biggest dance that I do every day is trying to figure out what do I want to achieve next versus what how do I be present in the moment now, you know? And like I think one of the biggest things for me is when I got diagnosed with ADHD, which basically means my body doesn't produce... Um, enough dopamine naturally uh, as the average person most people think it's someone that's hypo running around like a little hypo kid but it's really just a dopamine deficiency so i strive for bigger risks whether it be good or bad um just to get that dopamine high i think that's why i took a risk on my business and went all in where a lot of people probably wouldn't do that because they're getting dopamine just from their everyday lives and tasks but i i think 
in terms of, um, so for me, I need to always then monitor like what is my next goal and is it a good goal for me or am I just being impulsive and crazy? So I think when it comes to goal setting is to, I think it's really important to have something to look forward to every three to six months that you're working towards. Mm-hmm. Like I, five-year goals, like for me, and, and I've, they've never really worked for me. I've, I, I understand it's good to have a big picture, but I find when I push something too far away, and this is a thing with ADD as well, so this is only through my lens, but if it's too far away, it doesn't exist. It's almost like even if I have a dirty washing basket upstairs and I can't see it, it doesn't exist. So putting something five years ahead of me, it's not going to work. But, but if I... One thing I do do now, every day I'll sit down and, I, and I'll meditate, which is hard for an ADD person to do, but just to pause and stop and really focus on the things that I love now. And I instantly feel better for my day and I'm happy about myself. And I, I, I really overlook that side of meditation and just being quiet by yourself for such a long time. I thought, oh, why, why would I sit there? It's boring, you know? Mm-hmm. But after a while I realized, I was like, you know what, like life's pretty pretty damn good you know so i think doing that and having small things small reward systems every day to treat yourself in a day-to-day life like for me i love having a bath almost every day or um i love like i'll make obviously make make my bed every morning i love getting into it at night and having that regime where i'll work for three hours and i'll literally relax and i know i'm working to relax for that one hour so in the short term having things every day you can do to enjoy the now um, as well, but in the other time in your day-to-day life, using that time to work towards a goal that's three to six months ahead of you. Um, some people can go for a year, but again, when I when I put something too far ahead, I don't start it until I'm close to that time of deadline, you know? So I having think, deadlines is a big thing for me as well. I think because we're evolving so quickly too, like if you set a goal in five years from now, you probably have a bigger picture, but I think in the business space, we're learning so much, you're evolving so quickly, your goals change, your desires change, so that mm. I think what you want in five years is probably going to change by the time you get to five years anyway. <laughs> 100%. And, and one thing I did recently, because well, obviously with this crazy time of the world where we're all in now and a lot of things we could do, we can't do anymore. I and I even noticed I was on my phone more. I was watching more Netflix. I was doing all of this stuff, and um, I was watching this YouTube video of the guy that um, taught me to launch products online. The guy that I sold my car that I talked about earlier, and he's gone super extreme. He's sold. He's he was living in the Hollywood Hills and this giant like ten bedroom house and had like four Lambos and all this stuff. But he basically sold it all. He went, I think he went too far. He sold it all, gave all of his furniture and everything to the removalist to keep. Like they said, he said, just come in and get it and you can keep it. It was millions of dollars worth of stuff. He dumped his girlfriend, moved to some like very quiet city in America from from Beverly Hills to, um, I think it was Mississippi he moved to, got a one bedroom apartment and he's just doing this minimalist, very super, like mega minimalist lifestyle. But, um, so I'm not saying do that, but what, (laughs) but what he did do, um, and I could only, I only did it for a week, but he did this thing called a dopamine detox. And I don't know if you've ever heard of it before. No, it sounds epic. And for me, for someone who's always chasing dopamine with my ADHD to try to like to, to feel the good things in life, um, and whatnot, even though, um, I've been able to like, I, I got medicated and whatnot. So my, they're pretty normal now, but I thought, you know, anything that I can do that can increase my natural dopamine, I'll give it a shot. And basically what he does is, um, he's done it for 60 days, which I think is insane, but just try it for five days where you, whatever day you choose to start, you remove any artificial form of dopamine. So basically like say for example, on Instagram, 
like liking photos is sending like dopamine is literally zeros and ones one being dopamine hit zero being you're not getting a dopamine hit mm-hmm. um, and all the things we're used to in life from 10 years ago are completely different to now this artificial um, forms of dopamine whether it's checking your iWatch or checking how many steps you've done on your iWatch might be a dopamine hit or liking a photo or playing a video game or watching mm-hmm. Netflix and it's conditioning your brain to have all of this dopamine but it's not from anything that our bodies over the past thousands of years have, have grown to see as dopamine. So he basically cuts out everything unless it's beneficial to what his goals are with work. That's the way he's done it. Um, and he basically just gets up, um, goes to the gym because that, that's a good it's form natural. of dopamine. Mm-hmm. dopamine. Um, meditates. If he watch, watches YouTube, he only watch, watches CEO interviews because he's working on his business and whatnot, doesn't talk to his friends. And, and, it, and it, that, it does sound very, very extreme, but it almost, and I did it for five days, five or six days. I think I quit before the seventh. I was trying to do a week, but um, I did it and, and it was really hard for the first two or three days. But then instantly after the third day, my body wanted to get up and it wanted to go for a run and it wanted to go outside and lay on the beach and it wanted to read a book and it wanted to do all these things that I'd not done for such a long time and around this time as well as when I came up with these ideas for my next software launch profile mate um, and, uh, and, uh, and another tool that I've got um, being built um, and it was just really weird that all of these things started firing again that had been turned off for so long I used to be like oh, I don't want to go for a run I want to watch mm. the new episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something <laughs> like um, so it was a really good way just for me to reset because I think especially in times like this everyone's super overwhelmed with yeah. negative TV negative things going on this crazy world we're in that we're being absorbed by that by just saying okay I'm Luke I'm here on the Gold Coast and I'm alive I'm, and I'm having this great interview here right now you know what I mean mm. so I think um, in this crazy time, people can be feeling a bit lost. So just to pause things for a while, you don't have to do the full dopamine detox. But if you're aware of it, you'll start to go, wow, I am just scrolling for no reason. Or wow, I'm watching another episode that I could be going to sleep and getting an extra hour of sleep yeah. or something, you know. It's kind of like that whole saying to disconnect, to reconnect, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. It's, that's cool. I'm going to give that a go. Yeah. Um, I'll send you the link for the guys when you go. It's yes, pretty please. extreme to watch it, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. He gets his blood work done, shows you all the effects of... Um, how his body, um, body, body blood, blood works and his brain firing connections and whatnot. It's pretty cool. That's amazing. Yeah. We'll make sure we'll put that in the show notes as well. Yeah. I just think it's so crazy that we've, we've created a life that we need to go back and retreat from though with all our technology and our yeah. lifestyles. We want all these big things and like we end up just going back to the basics being like, you know what, at the end of the day, I just need good people around me, good food, some sunshine and that's what we're all chasing. Yeah, choosing. 100%. Uh. And, and I, even though this is kind of like ironic or like I guess it's, I'm saying don't watch Netflix, but if you do want to watch a good Netflix documentary, <laughs> have you seen that social? Oh social man, we were yeah. just talking about it. So that's like a very similar mm. thing of how they're trying to draw you in and give these false senses of dopamine to make you spend more time on that platform. Yeah. It's just, it's just. Going I've become out of so conscious on social media since watching that documentary, mm-hmm. Social Distancing. Every time I see a sponsored ad, I'm like, of course I'm being served this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's crazy. Before and before I did this dopamine detoxing, I, I was looking. I was doing like six, seven hours a day on my phone. And yeah, I have to do it for work and whatnot. But mm. I was. I, I'm pretty sure I was just telling myself that as a validation reason to keep on using it for random scrolling. I probably don't need to be on it that long. So I did this dopamine detox. Didn't didn't be on my phone at all for a week. Um, 
and then I came back and I, and then instantly I was just back down to one, one and a half hours from an average of six or seven a day. So, and that's a lot of hours in a day to save. You're saying five hours a day that I would have been on my phone. And it really showed me that I didn't need to be on the phone that much, yeah. right? So I think a lot of people don't even realize how much it does consume, even if it's just little bits in between. Like, it'd be interesting if everyone did one sit-up for every time they went to pick their phone up and they're bored to do nothing. And they had rock-hard hats. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That could be our next challenge. That could be. Well, I I really want to uh, pick your brain because Mm -hmm. obviously we have one of the most successful internet marketers sitting here in our living room. Um, I'd love to know what would be... Uh, we've just spoken about how crazy social media is and how can it can affect us. But for those who are listening and they really want to get into the internet marketing space and serve people and, and give value online, mm-hmm. what would you say would be, maybe let's give three tips around um, how you can grow your Instagram so that you can, you can actually share your mission and, and your message mm-hmm. with people online. What would be your three tips? So, yeah, so for Instagram, like one, like I always say... Uh, any internet marketing business or anything to do with online marketing at all comes to is, is literally an offer and a traffic source. So in this case, we we're, we need to know that we're using our traffic source uh, for our offer. If it's being Instagram, how do we provide value on that platform to then get people to want to come to your website? So you, first of all, think about what is the actual funnel essentially that you're wanting to create. If you're just trying to grow a following just to have a following I don't see the point really why people grow followings for no reason. Mm-hmm. I think it almost can even do more harm than good because then people get wrapped up in, again, that validation of likes and needing to get X amount of likes. And if I don't get those likes, I'll delete the photo and whatnot. But from a business standpoint, I always say make very unique content and post what you want to, what you want to actually post. Don't think about what everyone else is going to like. If you've got a good message that you want to share that's, that can help people or you've done something recently in your industry that that's helped you get further along, share it. I think people get really, are getting really sucked into simply just putting in um, perfect images with the perfect quotes and mm. not just pumping out as much content as they can. Whatever niche you're in, whatever it is that you're trying to build a following on, I always say don't just build a Instagram page or a social media page purely on your product. Try to become an authority in that field. Mm. So say, for example, I... I wanted to become, say for example, I have a weight loss product. I would want my Instagram account to be sharing not just about weight loss, but about the whole fitness industry as a, as a niche because you're getting a lot more people coming and engaging with that content purely than just the actual weight loss side of things as well because when you're an authority, then you can also essentially differentiate and sell multiple things at once and offer many different options for your specific niche. Um, another thing that's just absolutely insane for growing. This is why I was trying to think of the first two because this, I've had what I would do because this is the one that will blow your following up absolutely insane. And I said to you guys before that I'll give all your followers um, a free course on this. There's not like literally nothing to buy. I'll just give it to you for free. Um, that it's called uh, loop giveaways. I don't know if you've ever seen any of these loop giveaways I people have do. Heard so of these. Yeah. yeah, I just ran one with a bunch of my students with Mike Tyson. So basically, the way it works is there's all these celebrities around the world right now that are doing um, these things called loop giveaways. And you might have seen Kim Kardashian do um, do one. We did one with her maybe about six months ago where she'll give away 30 bags, 30 handbags, and all you need to do is follow everyone she's following. So to get into those loop giveaways, there's a set amount of people that can be a part of it, like 60 to 80 usually max. 
Um, and I can, I, if you, when you're in this course, I just give you all the links to, to speak to the right organizers for these and I can get you in directly. Um, and they literally cost next to nothing. Some, some of them cost 200 bucks, some of them cost three grand, but for that three grand investment, say it's with Kim Kardashian, you're gonna get 200,000 followers instantly. Now again, this is where a lot of people do this wrong is that you need to be focusing on followers or try, and even if it's with loot giveaways or just marketing in general, followers that are actually interested in what it is you have to offer versus yeah. just random people that yeah. are coming to like your page. I would much rather have 500 people on my Instagram account that buy from me and trust me and that are in the same journey as what I'm after than having 200,000 people that all I care about is cars and a yeah. lifestyle and there's no nothing much more to it, you know? Mm -hmm. So really define that purpose of what your Instagram is going to be for. Um, and then with these loop giveaways, like if you paid for ads and tried to get the same amount of followers instantly, it just... You'd be, you'd be spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's the quickest way to establish um, essentially a, a foundation of following there. Um, and then if you are an authority, you've got something going on for you, um, getting verified is one of the biggest things and that, that, that gives you free ongoing growth. Um, and I might even just send through to you guys a webinar that I did on how to get verified on that Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, yeah, little blue tick things. So um, there's... And, I, and it was more like a pet passion of mine figuring out like what do they need to give this out mm. and I tried things from just growing my fan page to crazy numbers to getting higher engagement scores to um, posting content three times a day all these different things I tried until I figured out how it actually oh, wow. works so um, very quickly it basically comes down to what Google says about you um, so when they Google your name what comes up um, that and then you, you, you can submit yourself directly for them to give you the blue tick, but in most cases, they just deny 99.9% of people that self-verify. Lots of media companies, um, like say someone that's, say the artist management for Taylor Swift or someone, they those management companies have ins with the uh, verification team to do that. And I've actually got a bunch of those ins that will actually verify or submit anyone that actually has a proper reason to wanting to be verified mm -hmm. um, and when, when that happens you, you literally just grow viral every single day like literally I posted a I tested it because whenever you post comments on Instagram and, you, and you've got that, that blue tick you go to the top right you go to the top and yeah. I started just testing with it and I went on to Britney Spears' page and she's going viral at the moment it was crazy everything yeah. she's kidnapped and all this stuff <laughs> yeah and I, and I said to her and I posted a comment said, and I, by the way I've never met Britney Spears but I was just doing this for marketing <laughs> purposes and I wrote Britney I can't wait to catch up with you again when you're in Australia it was so much fun hanging out with you last time and it got like 4,000 comments and all these Britney fans went crazy following me like, and I did, Luke's got a boyfriend in Australia oh, and I did this example but I use this as an example on my, on my webinar being like look this is what not to do because yeah. I was literally getting inboxed about Brittany do you know where she is where oh is she what's she doing God. and I'm not going to do that again but because you go to the top you just get free exposure so yeah. and I think sometimes people spend a lot of like money on ads or they might spend money on on photo on like on like photo shoots or whatever it might be but you have to look at a business as a, as a as a house. I always say you need to build the foundations. There's no point building a roof before you can build the foundations. Mm. So, solid content, getting it in the eyes of the right people, and again, loop giveaways. In my opinion, is the easiest. Well, I'll give you guys a course on that and verification. 
and, and you don't need to have a lot of followers. I got, I got a surgeon verified that has, I think he has like 480 followers. So yeah. you don't need to have a giant following. I have been rejected for the blue ticks so really? many times. Yeah. I have I because I learned, I learned from Luke that you've got to have the blue tick to be at the top of like, you know, if you comment on celebrity photos, obviously mm. I do it to people who are relevant to mm. me. And they keep rejecting me, so I'm it's so annoying. excited for the webinar. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes as well, so yeah, everyone yeah, else cool. can check it out. Yeah, yeah mm. I hope you get it. <laughs> <laughs> when I get it, I'll yeah. shout you a drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome. They're awesome tips. Thank you so much. And um, before we wrap up, I really want to share with our listeners about Profile Mate mm-hmm. because when I learned about Profile Mate, I literally mm. squealed with excitement. And then I remember messaging you because I was like, dude, I'm so confused. Like, mm. how does this work? Like, how's this like allowed? Mm-hmm. And you just explained it so well. So for those who don't know what Profile Mate is, yeah, sure. can you explain it? So uh, Profile Mate essentially is my new software coming out. And I was just saying uh, before this interview about how uh, with social media, I've spent so much time uh, automating things for social media with my softwares because... Um, I hated doing things manually or I hated spending so much time doing boring, monotonous tasks. We all so, do, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So um, again, another point is if you want to grow an Instagram account, have a look for softwares out there because there's, there's a lot of tools out there, not just mine, but others that can really help automate a lot of things mm. that will help you grow online. So, uh, And that's kind of how Profile Mate came about. It came, came about with me using Instagram and Instagram's unlike any other social network where you can actually see the followers of any Instagram page at all. So... Um, if I wanted to go to, let's say, Britney Spears again and go through all her followers, I could. If I wanted to go to Tony Robbins, I could. If I wanted to go to, I don't know, the, the Australian Open tennis tournaments page, I could go through their followers and find all the tennis lovers. Um, I could go to a fitness influencer and see all these fitness people that are into fitness and not just their followers, but even people that engage on their posts, mm-hmm. who's liked their posts, who's commented and so on. Um, and then, so say I went into a fitness influencer's followers, I could manually go through all of their followers and see the information they are public. And you'd be amazed about what information people do provide. Um, for example, right now, one in 10 people have their email addresses as a button on their Instagram account uh, or in their bio, um, which is them saying, please contact me if you, if you want to speak to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're allowing you to contact them, which is pretty, pretty cool. Um, other things you can find uh, on Instagram accounts is what they do, people's interests. There's a lot of stuff that, that's included, um, phone numbers, websites, addresses. There's a lot of things that are included in someone's Instagram bio. Um, so it made me think, what if I could go in and actually somehow put in, an, say, let's in this case say a fitness influencer's account, and I wanted to then see that person's, all of their followers, but see a complete uh, I guess report of who they are, what their usernames are, if they have their email part public or not. Basically, saying, okay, if I can get a hundred thousand people that follow this person, and on average ten thousand people will have their email public, allowing me to contact them. Um, how could I then take that and then contact a huge audience very quickly of people that actually want to be contacted that I know are interested in fitness? Um, or if I wanted to mass SMS them with a tool like Twilio or something, or if I wanted to go in and do reports on their actual websites or whatever it might be, I thought, how could I automate this and do this on a mass scale? And uh, it basically started going to developers saying, can we do this? Can we create this software? And most people said, no, it's too hard, it's too hard. But then we finally, uh, maybe about three or four months ago, finished it off, uh, and then I 
release it just to about 100 people in my actual internal uh, high ticket audience um, for free and then they tried it out and they started getting instant results and it was just amazing to see how they could get so much free traffic uh, and people engaging with their with them um, when a lot of these people didn't have an email list prior they didn't have a um, large following on social media they didn't have a large ad spend to actually pay for ads to get email opt-ins and whatnot but this is a way they could actually build a big database of users and then segment out the ones that wanted to be contacted and mass contact them uh, in a completely ethical way now one thing it's important to say is you, I would not be getting taking these emails and just sending them a sales link and I know people are going to do it but <laughs> think about you if you are a person that's about to get emailed you've got your Instagram account public and you've got your email public would you want someone to say hey I want you to buy this new <laughs> shoe like no it's not going to make you feel any different you're probably just going to hate them even more yeah. so how do you provide value first and that's what I always say and we said this earlier money is a byproduct of value so really just even if you just think oh I can just squeeze a little sales page or a affiliate yeah. link or a sign up to this how can I give this person value first and instantly your chances of converting go up like literally a trillion percent for the next time you contact them mm -hmm. so I always like to give two or three pieces of value first before I even uh, give them give someone an actual offer yeah. um, and that can be a, that, can, that can even just be something like a email with some wise words or it could be a YouTube video or it could be a PDF document or whatever it might be things that we can all create and provide value on yeah. so um, the way I draft that fitness interview uh, in, uh, influencer for example I would just say hey I saw you follow X so then that they make the connection on how you actually know them how you got their email um, I see you're into fitness you know what I would love to give you a free copy of this or well, I'd love to send you some free details on A, B, C, or D. Depends if you're doing affiliate marketing or if you're doing mm -hmm. e-commerce or local marketing or you're still trying to figure it out. Um, and then contact them that way and start that organic conversation because we shouldn't be looking at people as numbers yeah. because I'm sure if you think about yourself, you don't think about yourself as a number. You would hate someone if they thought of you like that. So we've mm -hmm. always, always got to put ourselves in the other side. Yeah. Um, so that's what ProfileMate does, though. It allows you to automate this. You'll get hundreds of thousands of emails a day. Um, along with a bunch of other details from engagement scores um, of any account, posts. Um, it'll get you their, um, their full bios, their interests. Um, you can segment them out from countries. With one of the upgrades, you'll get the ability to search through hashtags. So say I typed in hashtag affiliate marketing or hashtag any, any, any hashtag you can think of and you can go through all of the posts hashtag and send me the location. So I could type in hashtag Gold Coast, hashtag Broadbeach, whatever it might mm -hmm. be, and start building great audiences um, through that so that comes out on the 30th of September so I'm pretty excited for it it should be big that mm. is awesome so exciting yeah. and for our listeners who because I know a lot of our listeners don't even have an email list and they mm. don't even know where to start so profile mate would probably be a really great place to start for someone who maybe has just created some type of opt-in like a free value ad and they want to grow that email list mm -hmm. would you suggest to use profile mate for example, to say like, hey, Luke, like I saw you follow X, Y, Z. I thought you'd really love this guide that I've created totally free for you. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Like, is that 100%. the type of email you would That's send? That's definitely a type of, type of email I'd send, 100% yeah. for sure, because then it, it, it shows that you want to give them something versus take something from them. When yeah. you get like, and I know with me, like people always, like they'll message me and they'll say, teach me this, show me this, show me this. And then... I wouldn't have heard from them from, from 10 years. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, why would I 
invest my time into you if you're not going to give me something yeah. and like unless we're friends or something that's different but if they come out of nowhere like I get people all the time I had a random guy I don't know how he found my address I think it's from a video <laughs> I, I filmed a video the other week and that's the only way I can imagine this and he buzzed on my door and he goes hey mate drove down from Brisbane one of your customers wondering if I can come in and pick your brain and I was no, like no, no. <laughs> but I felt no. bad but like I said no but in the past I would have said yes because I was a people pleaser yeah. it's not a people pleaser but just in a different way yeah, right? Yeah. but that would be definitely the be the way to go and then work out which way you want to make um a financial income online um i might even send you i'm sending all these links but i might send you another link on the on the three top ways i see making money online in 2020 and, and going on and these have been the most sustainable business models i've seen over the um past 10 years um it's from e-commerce local marketing affiliate or network marketing and if you can do these in the right way and you get the fundamentals right, you will have a very high chance of success. It's just mm. sometimes people are just literally this, like an, like a centimeter off getting there. Yeah. Like I said, if I didn't, if I bought that Range Rover car that I talked about earlier, none of that would have happened. And then I didn't even finish that part. The most ironic thing was after I did that first software launch and that I said no to the car for, um, and went through this process over about a year and a half. When I made all that money in that, in that launch week, the day after I started looking at cars and I was looking at Range Rovers again, and then the day after that I looked online again, and the same, and it was the exact same one that I wanted originally. This like because there was only three in Australia of this one. It was up for sale again. Oh what? And if I'd have bought it a year and a half earlier, I wouldn't have. Um, I wouldn't have ever um done what i've done yeah. but i was almost i, I thought I, I look at it like the gods of saying here you go luke now's the time for you to have this car um, that is cool and it was cool it was cool for a year and a half then it broke down but i've still got the number plates of that <laughs> car on my on my car here now yeah. so just as a reminder of be patient sometimes mm. but and but don't give up you know you only fail when you stop um that's the only way you fail and uh, uh if you keep on going it's not failing it's just keep on finding other ways to do yeah. things you know and i find a lot of the time people are scared to take that initial step and I'm sure that's a big thing you teach people and how to get that confidence, you know. And and then someone said to me once, and I know a lot of your audience, maybe even all your audience um, are females, but I remember once I was told um, as a male that if I gave you a rose, he goes, if I gave you a rose at like, and you were nine years old and I told you to run over and kiss that girl over there, would you do it? And I'm like, yeah, 100% I would have done it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well would you do it now? And he said this to me when I was like 25 and I'm like, I don't know, what if she rejects me? What if this happens? What if she says no? What if, and then he was like, see, something's happened in this time and it's it's the world saying you shouldn't do this, you're going to fail at that. And those, when people say that stuff, it's usually them trying to hide their insecurities and try to make themselves feel better by saying you're going to fail because they probably failed in the, in, in the past and that or something like that. So he said, why won't you, like, if you don't go and do it, what's the chance of you getting to even talk talk to her? And I'm like, 0%. So you failed. And, and I'm like, yeah. He said, well, if you go try, what happens? And I'm like, well, I guess my odds go up dramatically. And then he's like, so what's the worst that can happen? You're either going to fail with trying and know that you've tried and have a chance, or it might go absolutely amazing. And I think a lot of people forget there's always the, the doubtful side, but it's also really important to pause and think about the, what if the positive side will happen as well. I think people 
don't do that. I know sometimes I'm in these moods where I'm like, oh, my life is so stressful. <laughs> like, it's all going to fail tomorrow. This isn't going to work. Even profile mate last week, I was going, oh my God, I'm waiting for these people for this and that. It's what if it fails? What if it this? And I'm yeah. like, no, pause. What if it doesn't? And it's really good to realign your brain like that. But, um, but yeah, so, and then after I got told about that girl thing, then it almost destroyed any anxiety I ever had talking to girls. So, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm just blown away. It was a really beautiful loop too. We got to end, I guess, where we started with the car. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, thank you so much for giving us your time. No, of course, that's thank been you one guys. of my favorite episodes because we didn't like we didn't just talk about business. We spoke about fulfillment in life, and mm. I think a lot of people, like we said, business for us has been one of the most spiritual journeys we've ever been on. Mm. And I think if you can come into business like with. I think some of those golden nuggets we spoke about today in regards to adding value and working out how you want to show up and the impact you want to have, not only can your business pay your bills, but it can be one of your biggest sources of joy as mm-hmm. well. 100%. Mm-hmm. If without my work, I think I would be, I don't even call it work, without what I do, I would be you know, a, probably a really bad place. That's the one thing throughout all my ups and downs and things throughout my life that I've always been able to go to and be like, this is what I should be doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think... I think, and I think the other thing as well is, is don't be too hard on yourself. You know, people, a lot of people really find that that like it's crazy. People think they look at me and they think my life's perfect, and really, I'm feeling that the same stress. And like, yes, yeah, some things are easy, but some things are a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Things change, and and when a lot of your listeners become super successful, and the ones that are already will be able to um, see and understand, is that there's always other hurdles you don't see, like people coming around you what's people's intentions people ripping you off and then you, you can very easily easily start to lose um hope in people being good people you know but then um so there's other struggles that come along with it you know but i think if you just don't give up and you love what you're doing you have a bigger purpose that all the bs is worth yeah. going through um then yeah and, and again getting that first win is so important so having that first little win is really going to help people that haven't had that first win um really feel like they can do something um, more so just set a small goal and have that first little win because at the end of the day lots of small goals um, hit turned um, turn into a, a dream being created really yeah, so absolutely yeah. thank you so much cool. Luke thank you guys um, I'm going to put every single thing you spoke about mm. in the show notes for anyone who's um, listening is also going to be a cheat sheet with those tips on Instagram growth. Where can people find you if people want to follow uh-huh. you online? Yeah, sure. I um, mean, go to lukeswell.com. Um, so lukeswell.com, my older. I've been trying to get my full name for about 10 years to the point where I've offered him 10 grand for my domain name. <laughs> he doesn't have a website on it, but he won't. He won't sell let it go. It. He won't even reply to me. It's quite rude. <laughs> um, but you can find me at lukeswell.com and then. Um, you can jump into my email list there and don't worry, I don't spam sales stuff. I'm, I'm also create software versus sell software mm-hmm. usually, um, unless it's something that I can see that will really help my audience. I do webinars um, multiple times a month for free, um, pure free value as well. So if you ever want to learn some cool stuff from what uh, I do over here, come join. But awesome. I really appreciate both of you for having me on today. It was fun. It was that really was good. a really cool chat. Cool. Thank you so no much. <laughs> Hey guys, Loz here. What an amazing episode. I hope you're feeling inspired after that conversation and it's empowered you to make some amazing changes and choices in your life. Don't forget to let us know if you loved this episode by giving us a five-star review. It really helps us know we're on track and serving you guys and also majorly supports our channel. And you may even be in the running to be the shout out of the week. Every week on our Instagram, we share one of our reviews with our network. 
so be sure to leave your Instagram handle or website in your review so we can share it with our amazing community. I have been so excited to share with you guys my book, Life Above Zero. It's a book based in psychology and science specifically written for women who feel empowered yet unfulfilled and are seeking help to find their clarity and happiness. Women just like you who want to be empowered with the tools to master their mindset, to overcome self-sabotage and create a life, business or career they love in alignment with their values and inner truth. I wanted to save you tens of thousands of dollars, years of your time, energy, and heartbreak, studying psychology, getting a degree, attending personal development weekends and seminars, and hours scrolling online looking for the right person to help. So here it is. I have condensed everything I've learned personally and professionally from working with people, their psychology, and their mindset over the last decade and have put it into a beautiful book you can enjoy and make your way through at your own pace. I share personal stories throughout so you can find comfort in knowing you're not broken, crazy or alone in what you're going through. I cry and laugh with you and you know you can always rely on me for that tough, lousy love in there too. If you're not a big reader and would rather have me read it to you on your morning walk or the daily commute to work or whilst you're sipping on that wine making dinner, then don't worry, you can also get my book on Audible. If you click on the link in the show notes, you'll be able to grab yourself a copy. And if you head over to my website, www.lifeabovezero.com.au and sign up to my newsletter, you can even have the first chapter sent to you for free while you wait for your copy to arrive in the mail. Make sure you tag me in yours when it arrives. I love seeing it in your hands and hearing what you guys are taking from it. Don't forget to head over to the show notes for you to check out any links, books, or references we mentioned in this episode and our cheat sheets. Before we go, we just wanted to say a big thank you for being here, for committing to being the best version of you, and for showing up for you today. You are freaking amazing. Now, if you think there is someone in your life that could really benefit from this episode, while you're feeling super inspired, please hit the share button and send them this episode. Share it with them right now. The reason we're asking you to share the love is because you get what you give and the more you give and inspire, the more you get in return. Head over to www.babestalkingbusiness.com to check out all our other podcasts. Sending you guys so much love and we'll see you soon.